0: I don't think I remember one firm that was importing anything. It was all domestic. The people I was doing business with were not partial importers or partial domestic manufacturers. They were all domestic. There were 234 shoulder pad manufacturers the year I opened my business.
1: 234.
0: 234. Is this
1: nationwide or is this just in New York City?
0: Thank you, pardon. Is this New York City
1: or nationwide?
0: I'm talking about New York City and its environs. Believe okay. it or not, I mean most people find that hard to understand. But, of course, the business was not as technically capable as it is today. Mm -hmm. And then again, it had a much vaster audience to draw from. They had many more people to sell to. And uh, as I said, half the industry was not importing as it does now. I've lost, I'd say, 50% of my potential customers due to the fact that I can't approach them because of imports. Mm. Uh, Is the picture getting better in that regard? No, I don't think so. If anything, it's
1: getting worse. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit more about imports a little
0: later on. Right. Well, I, you talk about our industry, you can't avoid discussing that part of it. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's true. And of course, the unions were much better for us in the days I started than they, ha- than they are now. I mean, in those days, they trained operators for us. They had a school going constantly. If I needed help, I simply picked up a phone and spoke to somebody at the union office, and they provided me with some trained individuals that were already you know, looking for work. It's it's changed completely. Now you're very much on your own. The industry is a lot smaller for us. and We're doing the best we can to survive.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, David?
2: Oh, ac- excuse- oh, sorry.
1: Who am I talking to? This is Bud. Okay,
2: Bud. Uh, actually, the industry the industry is actually a lot bigger, but he's right about the New York uh, role in the industry. Mm-hmm. And what he's talking about in 1945, which is just before I, I didn't get into it until 1955, uh, at that time... Uh, if you were a manufacturer in New York, you learned the business you i mean I started out it was my family 's business, but I started out in the factory making boxes Everybody learned it they, they uh, apprenticed and they and they studied it and they came up um, understanding every facet of the of the different part of the industry they were in i 'm sure that Harold got you know worked his way up in the business he didn 't just come full blown into being the uh, head of his organization he has now. Mm-hmm. What happened uh, was, as the uh, country expanded, the population grew, and retailers spread out all over the place. They became, they got to be, and uh, they got to be an opportunity for uh, a salesman or uh, just a person off the street with no absolutely no experience mm-hmm. to take an item. Uh, let's say I was in dresses; they could take a dress uh, of mine if they want, or another guy's, and buy it at Macy's. Price of a ticket, fly to Hong Kong, and Hong Kong simultaneously had built up this tremendous amount of infrastructure of of people that knew how to make patterns, that knew all the backroom operations, Mm -hmm. that knew the uh, inside workings of how to construct a garment, and they had all of the supplies there—the zippers, the buttons, the shoulder pads, the uh, the things that we all do, we all need in New York to construct a garment. And the salesman would arrive, be met by a Chinese uh, agent. Um, and and give him the give the agent the item that he wanted to copy. Go to his hotel room. Three days later, the agent would come in, come back to the hotel room with a copy of the thing, and say, "Here's your price." Mm. Give him. He would give him the uh, order and the price. Come back and uh, tell the buyer that he was delivering uh, the item that she was selling for a lot less money. And he didn't need any talent at all. All he needed was the price of a ticket and the uh, and the wherewithal to uh, go and uh, buy the uh, buy the merchandise and that was the it wasn't just the price and it wasn't just the uh low cost of the orient that made uh imports take on it was the ability for people without any kind of talent or any kind of background for the price of a ticket to go and be in business and what's happened recently is we manufacture only in new york and uh we used to manufacture in the Orient. We took advantage of what we thought was a big opportunity in the 70s and the early 80s. And by the early 80s, we we realized that we could make more money and be, uh, make a better product by manufacturing right in New York. And that's what we do now. And that's the trend right now. The trend mm-hmm. right now is the better manufacturers are all coming back to New York City or uh, you know the, the region that they operate from.
1: They are coming back. Because my understanding was that there was a flight, a flight out of New York and into other places such as New Jersey and other places.
2: Well, okay, they're coming back to New York. We happen to come back to New York, but mm-hmm. they're coming back out of the Orient. If the, if New York's not hospitable, uh, then they go to New Jersey, or where where a lot of us started was the Slate Belt area in um, Pennsylvania, which is Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, and uh, Bethlehem, places like